brother? We're recording, dude. Cool. Ah, what's going on? Loving that hat, man. What's going on with you? Not much, man. How do you feel about hunting season coming up? You gotta be fucking stoked. Oh, you know it, man. It's my dude, thing. I my just got a, I got bow now. I'm fucking, I'm geeking out over here. Yeah. How is it, man? It's going good. Oh, dude, I suck. I'm horrible at it, but it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> one of the hardest things to do. Really? Yeah. I mean, it it, it ten yards. I, I I'm, I'm I'm deadly. Anything past that is embarrassing. Yeah, man. It's tough. So I don't know what's killing you or whatever but man you know they say inside of like five yards if you get up close to that target and just you close your eyes get five yards from the target and just point it close your eyes and then shoot it they say it helps a lot man it's supposed to like get rid of that trigger panic and all that stuff but still dude shooting a bow is hard you got to shoot a lot and like all year it's hard though well it, it's part of my man cave now like i open the door open a beer and i start shooting arrows down range <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it man you got it going on yeah so uh all right, why don't you go ahead and just like introduce yourself, kind of like who you are, what you've done, and you know what's going on in your life right now. Yeah, so I'm Adam Bossinger. Uh, we know each other because our wives were best friends in uh, high school, so that's pretty much how that goes. Um, got two kids. I was in the military for five years right out of high school. Um, played some semi-pro football for a little while right after school, uh, or after uh, the military, and then what I did was in the military, I was an air traffic controller. And that's what I do now still uh, for the DOD. And, yeah, I'm a huge hunter. That's what I love to do. And just opened up a taxidermy business. So it's going cool, too. So having fun. How are you going to be able to run a taxidermy business and hunt at the same time? Because pe- yeah. people hunt up here. That's like that's part, of, yeah. that's part of life. Man, Mayor asks me that all the time. She's like, I don't know how you're going to, you know, keep both of these going. And, you know, she knows that. During the, the summertime, you better get the work out of me now because as soon as hunting season comes, I'm hunting and then I'm taking care of animals. So Yeah, then you're working full time. Yeah, yeah, working full time. So it's not a full um like a full time business. You know, I'm just doing it on the side. And you know, I only take in what I can handle. Like last year I only took in twenty-two deer. I took in a couple of bobcats, a coyote, a fisher, a coon, stuff like that. So I don't take in what I can't handle and I, everything's done this year. So nice, it's hard, nice. but yeah, you know, you got to kind of make it work. All right, well, tell me a little bit about the family, the kids and everything. Oh, got a six-year-old son, just started first grade. Seven-year-old son, just started second. Uh, my oldest is Brady, youngest is Austin. And it's my life, man. Love them. Love them to death. So, uh, yeah, I actually just got home from football practice. I helped coach my oldest boys' football team, and it's good times. Good times. It's tough, man. I mean, you know how it is being a dad and oh my god it's so frustrating sometimes some of these kids they just don't want to move you yeah, know yeah. one kid's like oh i broke my arm I'm like dude you barely got hit get up kid <laughs> yeah you, you got one kid that's all about it and you got another one who can't stop looking at butterflies and shit oh, oh man awful but hey that's what it is dude they're five six and seven year olds so you can't i can't expect nothing you know a lot of activity out of them and then they got school school just started and some kids were like my mom woke me up too early i had to go to school today <laughs> hey man you gotta deal with it yeah that's, that's some real life shit bro yeah yeah I'm so like, uh buddy i want to talk to you because we have mutual friends and most of your most of the people that we know together they've known you pretty much your whole life yeah and w- whenever your kids get brought up there's always like this look and they nod their head and be like they're, they're Bossingers. Them damn Bossinger kids. Man. Yeah, and you knew I was going to ask you about this. I want to know what a Bossinger is. Like, it's it sounds it sounds interesting, like a different species. Supposedly, people don't, like, I don't know if they're just, if there was something you did to scare them in the past, or 
I, I don't know. It, it's not, I can't tell if it's bad or like not so bad. But like, tell me about your childhood. We're I, my childhood was amazing, man. I was a military kid. My father was in the military, and we were all over the place. And you know, you know how it was when we both grew up. I mean, I'm 34, so I grew up in the 80s, the early 90s, and you know, we kind of had the run of whatever. You know, like parents didn't really care. They're like, man, just go do whatever you want to. Just hey, when you hear me yell or ring the dinner bell, you better come running. And if you didn't. Or them, them streetlights came on, you were home, you're in trouble. But yeah. so that's just how it was. I don't know. Um, the whole they're a bossinger. I don't really, I don't know, man. Maybe just crazy and just. I guess I don't know. That's how everyone says it. My dude, my boys are crazy, man. They're just full of tons of energy and they're attention seekers, man. They're always trying to do something nuts. My youngest one, like he's a daredevil, man. Like literally, when he was young, he was 14 months old and fell off of our couch because he was jumping on it. He was walking around when he was nine months old. Like, he's just nuts, man. Had staples in the back of his head when he was 14 months old. Split his eyebrow open at like a year and a half. Like, just crazy, man. And I literally, I called him. I was like, dude, your Indian name is Blazing Trail. And still to this day, <laughs> that that's what we call him. I call him Trail or Blazing Trail or whatever. But it's just, they're just nuts, man. And they're always trying to do something crazy. Like, you know, we hang out with friends that we both know together and, once jumping off a playground or they're just they're just crazy man it's just what it is i don't know maybe that's, you know, that's I think a, the, first, the, the first time i met one one was on the table dumping toys out the other one had his little penis out pissing on the <laughs> it was absolute chaos yeah 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 you just show it when you got to do it dude they don't yeah. care at all but you know mayor and i have a lot of energy so i'm sure that's where it all comes from you know i've got a lot of friends that definitely don't have the energy that we have and uh i don't know their kids are a lot more calm and Dude, I envy that sometimes. I'm just like, man, I wish my kids would just calm down, dude. There's just full <laughs> energy. I don't know what to do right now, but it is what it is, and that's what they are, man. So what are you going to do? Yeah. So, cool. you, so did you grow up hunting and playing football and all the things that you're trying to do with your kids now? Honestly, I didn't hunt until I was 22 years old. My I went hunting like three times with my father. He wasn't a big hunter. I don't know. I don't really know where it came from. You know, I just – was in the military. It was my fourth year in the military, so I had one more year left, and I got my hunting license. I'm like, man, I'm going to try this. And I just My grandfather owns a bunch of property, and I hunted with him down the southern tier of New York, and I don't know. I just It just something stuck with me, and I just love it. You know, It just is what it is. But, yeah, sports, we were all about that. My father instilled sports. He's like, hey, if you don't play sports, you're working. Or, well, I mean, when we were kids, that's all I wanted to do was play sports. But as I got older, I started working. He's like, hey – you got to pick, you know, you're doing something, you're either working or you're, you're playing sports. So do what you got to do. So that's where that came from. Okay. So it seems like you and Mayor, like you've kind of like, not only you just like brought boys in this world, but you're actually kind of like bringing them into your life. Like whenever I look at the pitchers, like they're doing everything, like you guys are doing everything together. Yeah. You guys out there checking, you know, hunting, like cameras, yeah. uh, shooting boats. It's like, yeah. is, is that something that was like, big for you like kind of like to integrate them in your life and get them to do the things that you enjoy doing so you have something yeah i mean of course i want them to do things that i like because then i'm interested in it too like they right, want right. to go play badminton dude i don't want to play badminton with you but i mean you want to be a good dad too at the same time you know so yeah but yeah i mean whatever we do they just they just seem to be interested in it too it's just the nature of the beast i mean you can be the best artist ever and your kids are probably going to turn out to be artists because they're watching or doing whatever you're doing or just like you, you know, you're fishing or doing your MMA stuff, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they're going to get into it too, you know. So it just, you know, how that stuff goes. It just, that's what it is. So. Yeah. 
Now, are the, where are they in like their, I guess, their hunting life? Are they, have they started shooting or started practicing like yeah, fundamentals oh, yeah. and shit like that? They've been shooting bows for probably three years. Like I said, they're six and seven, so they've been shooting bows pretty consistent for, yeah, probably three years, I would say. Maybe Brady, maybe four. I don't know, but um, obviously they can't take a deer in New York until they're 12, but or any game, honestly. I mean, you can't even shoot a squirrel until you're 12, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, they definitely hunt with us, both Mary and I hunt, and they go with us and just, you know, I mean, yeah, so that's is what it is. So I'm just like, hey, you're coming, man. I'm going. So you're coming. You're not sitting in the house. <laughs> now, are you waking them up early in the morning to uh, go out and sit in the tree stand and all that shit? Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they want to, I ask them. I'm like, hey, I'm going hunting in the morning. You want to come? Sometimes it's no or uh, my youngest one, he's a mama's boy, man. Austin is a mama's boy to like to the tee. And I'm like, Austin, you want to go? I think I just want to stay home and cuddle with mommy in the morning. I'm like, come on, do it. But my oldest, he's always down. He is always down. I mean, actually, I think last year he was one of those. He's like, yeah, dad, I'm going to go the day before I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then that next morning you wake him up. You want to go? No, I think I just want to sleep in. And then I killed a buck that morning. And he was like, oh, come on. I'm like, hey, dude, that's what happens when you sleep in, man. (laughs) Get up, kid. And so they're not grossed out by all this because obviously you're attached to them. So you're, you're bringing stuff in. It's yeah. so I guess sometimes it gets bloody, nasty, smelly. No, they're not. No. My, they're like little kids, man. They like to play with frogs and bugs and snakes and do all that crazy stuff. So, yeah, right. once, once the big stuff started coming, they honestly thought it was cool. Once you see a big deer coming through the door, they're just like, whoa, you know, this is awesome. It's not yours. But, yeah, they wanted to watch it all. My youngest, he's really into that stuff. He thinks it's the coolest. And, like, when I'm mountain deer, he sits on my lap and we do stuff together. There's a lot of clay work to do so he can, like, play with the clay and do all that right. crap yeah now, have they actually seen you put down a deer yet yeah to uh not this past year but the year before the day after thanksgiving i was down visiting family in buffalo and i took brady my oldest with me and uh, it was a long day of you know thanksgiving activities and whatnot and i was like brady you want to go him and his brother were fighting and i'm like you're coming man and he's like oh, i don't know i'm like you're coming dude i mean i can't sit you at home and i want to go so we went we sat in this meadow and we were looking over this field and didn't see anything and he fell asleep and i'm like oh crap so I'm like whatever it was getting to the end of the hunt i didn't see anything nothing at all so i wake him up i'm like all right bud let's go let's walk back to the truck you gotta walk to this huge ravine and then you walk up to an open field and that's where my truck was parked i said bud when we get up to the top of this you gotta be quiet because sometimes there's deer crossing this field we walk out there and i see a doe over on the knob you know just kind of going down into another meadow and i'm like just be still there might be another deer i look through this hedgerow and sure enough there's a buck coming and i told him i'm like man if there's a good deer we'll shoot it and I'm like, there's a buck. And he's like, oh, are we going to shoot it? And I'm like, hold on a minute. And it started walking out and it turned its head and it was, you know, mature deer. And I, he's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shoot it. And he, man, you should have saw his face. He was freaking out before I even shot it. And I lay down. His hand was on my back when I pulled the trigger and I dumped that thing. And he was freaking out. He thought it was the best thing ever. He's got a picture <laughs> in his room and tells all of his friends. And it's just, I mean, he's super outdoorsy. He went with uh, my mom this summer and they went up to a camp up in Potsdam, New York. And stayed up there for a week and he fishes like crazy i mean they don't even they fish with worms and he's got like pan fish lures just like little stuff you know just you can get a tackle box of like 30 lures for like three dollars or something yeah he caught a pretty nice bass up there it's just him and my mom they're on a little paddle boat and he's like grandma i think i got a big one here he pulled in it (laughs) and that's all he's been talking about all summer that happened in like early july so yeah it's just man we love the outdoors and I want them to love the outdoors, and I, you know, I just hope that tradition just keeps on, man. I just, I right, just love right. It. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of got the, uh, I love my dad to death, and we have great conversations, and we like to throw, you know, a few cold brews back, but as far as, like, like, we never hunted together, we never really fished together, like, like, I guess he wanted me to play golf, and mm. I'm not about that life, that golf shit, it's, it's for nerds, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not into but, that stuff. No, like, I, I'm like, and like, it's, it's weird, I had never really been into, uh, like, hunting or fishing, and I don't know what happened, but I guess when, uh, when my wife got pregnant with my son, I was starting to think about shit, I was like, it's like, ah, it'd be nice to have something that you can, like, you can do with them. You can do it with them for, you know, the rest of your life, you know. Like, when they get older, you know, they're going through all that bullshit in life and having hard times. It's like, hey, let's go fucking fishing. Let's, yeah. we, can either, we can either talk or we can catch fish or let's go hunt, you know. Yeah. Or maybe you get those those those, uh, those traditions. Like, I know once a year you go, like, on a on a big hunting trip and, you know, go out west or something like that. You have, you have like, something where you can all get together. Oh, and, absolutely. And, I mean, I think, I think that's kind of important to have is because, mm-hmm. I mean, your boys are gonna be teenagers one day. They're gonna need you. Yeah, and, sure. and like, I, I hate those awkward conversations. Like, hey, let's sit around and talk about life. And she's like, no, let's 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 go let's go to the woods. Let's go camp out for a hunt trip. Oxygen, you know, and get yeah, it out. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll drink beer and, and talk about the birds and the bees and you yeah, know, yeah. And make shit make shit more manly. Not so, yeah. you know, like. Oh yeah. So that, yeah. that's 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 cool. That's kind of what I, I, I that's what I really want to do. That's kind of why I started fishing. I was gonna do the bass boat thing, but. Like I would have to sell my fucking truck to be able to afford yeah. one of those. So They're so expensive. So expensive. It's for, and like and it's never enough. It's like you buy oh. one thing and you got to upgrade it, and then the next year you got to trade it in for the next big thing, and it's just like it's a that, never ending. Man, you're getting into bows now, and dude, there's no end to them. I mean, there's no end to, to anything. You know how it is. I mean, yeah. you're in fishing, and I bet the fishing poles. I mean, you can go get a Walmart special for twenty five bucks, and that comes with everything. I'm oh. dude, sure there's rods out there that are thousand, two thousand bucks. It's just, dude, it never ends. It never ends. But it, it, it was what it is, and uh, yeah, I mean, your setup's pretty sick looking on your kayak. Well, I mean, it's a beast. It's small looking, but I'm like, how does he do everything? And you have everything. It's like, dude, you got like this flak vest on with just all your freaking grenades and bullets, and everything. <laughs> dude, it's so awesome. Yeah, I love it. Man. Like, I got, I got a tournament tomorrow. Really? Where? Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's on the three rivers like Oswego, uh, yeah, Oswego River, Oneida, and Seneca River. So pretty much anywhere on those until like the first uh, man-made barrier we can fish. And how do they know that you're in those bodies of water? Well, when you because you use a software on your phone, it's called uh, Turny X, and so when you take a picture, it also shows your like your GPS location. Ah. Uh. And so you you catch you catch the fish, you take a photo, you upload the photo, you release the fish, and they know exactly where you caught it. Um, and I'm sure there's ways to cheat with it, but I'm, I'm not I'm not that smart. I can't yeah. figure that. I mean, I'd be a lot richer if I if I did. But oh, I'm sure you can just fill your live well on your kayak or something, and then just pull the fish or to wherever you're supposed to be at, and then just pull it out or whatever. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, actually, actually, you can't because you take the picture on your phone, and wherever you take the picture of your phone. That's where it, it so it doesn't show up when you upload it. It shows up where you took the picture. So if I take a picture here, they can stay, they can see where I took the picture at just the way my iPhone I guess tags it. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I mean, you know how it is. People cheat at everything, man. So yeah. someone's gonna find a freaking way. Yeah. So, but that's cool. So what's new with you, man? I see you're fighting still, fishing nah, stuff. That's good. Well, I'm gonna I'm stay home, Dad. I'm, yeah. I'm rocking. It's, dude, I figured out the secret. Like it's 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 been, it's been they've been hiding the women have been hiding it from us for years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, I'm telling you, because we gotta think what a hundred thousand years ago we always be hunters and gatherers, and then yeah. I, I guarantee one of those women they say, hey, we're gonna be the stay home mom because they figured something out. 
They figured it out. It's not as hard as what they make it out to be, okay? I stay home with him. I wake up. You know, yeah. I feed him. Yeah. I change his diaper. We hang out. We watch the fishing channels. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I get I feed him breakfast. And lunch comes around. Sometimes I'll open a beer. Sometimes I won't, depending on where we're at. And But I got nothing else but to hang out with him. And that's, that's all I do. And, like, you know, it's – I'd much rather do that than go be a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, he was born. That's when you decided to go part-time, paramedic? Yeah, because my wife, she's actually the breadwinner. Like, she, being a nurse, she gets paid more, and we get the state benefits and, and all that. But, like, my first two daughters, like, I missed everything. Like, I didn't meet my, my oldest daughter until she was six months old because I was over uh, in Iraq. And then my second daughter, she was born. And then six months later, I went and did another year of deployment in Iraq. So, like, I missed, like, the first three, four years of life. And then I got a fucking divorce, <laughs> which yeah. made things so much easier. You know, them living in Florida, and I got stationed up here at Fort Drum, so – I was only seeing them like once, twice a year. So when this one came, I'm like, ah, I'm going I'm to do things differently. Like, I, I want to be more involved. I want to, yeah. you know, create traditions and shit like that because, awesome. you know, I mean, how many chances do you get? Like, I'm getting older. It's not like I can yeah. keep having kids forever. And that's good, man. You live and learn. And, you know, this window, but yeah, you live and learn from experiences or whatever you've been through, dude. It's, I don't know. Being a dad's tough, though, man. I give you a lot of credit because I could never do it. I, Mayor and I talk about that. And stay at home moms. To me, it's just, it's insane. Those people work harder than people that actually have a real job. Because, man, um, dude, it's just so tough sometimes, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I was talking shit just to be funny. But, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's. It's hard. It's, it's hard because, um, I mean, especially, like, the first six months was easy. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I put him in his chair. He can't fucking get he's away. Like, he's, he's, oh, he's, yeah, where's he yeah, going? He doesn't know what he's doing. He just makes these weird looks on his face and <laughs> you know, weird, weird sounds. And he shits his pants. And that's about it. But now it's like <laughs> he's crawling. He's standing up on stuff, and so anytime this little this little dude can just fall and bust his head open yeah. at any given time. So I gotta watch him almost twenty four seven. I gotta make sure all the doors are shut. He can't get away from me, um, you know, things like that. And he's uh, he's got now he's got personality, so he's got things that he wants. And when he doesn't get what he wants, he he lets it be known that he's not getting what he wants. And we got we got we got to figure out how to how to deal with that because I can't give him everything he wants. And then, but I know I I kind of rock it pretty good because yeah, yeah I'm I'm comfortable with taking the places like. As hard as it is, Good. it hasn't really like stopped me from doing all the things I want to do. Like, I still go to jujitsu. Yeah, I see. Noon, I, I take him. I put him in his little playpen, and you know, I'm lucky that he's that he's good. And he's like, like you know, like he's he's mild tempered. Like he doesn't really complain that much. So I can put him down. He'll sit and watch me roll around with the guys. I was just gonna say, when you're actually playing, what's he do? I mean, he's he's just watching. Make now he makes noises and talks to people. But I, I guess because he's from like sitting there and chills. It just chills the whole time. Like no one understands it. Like everyone at the gym's like, "How how is he doing that? Like do you beat him at home?" I'm like, "No, it just you <laughs> See, know." Like that's, that's the whole thing you asked me about the bossinger thing. Like literally, my kids would be jumping on my back while I'm fighting people. Yeah. Come on, Dad, we're fighting. You're not fighting that dude. You yeah, know, he just he just chill. Like I don't know if it's because you know I was I was really comfortable with him from the get go. Like like the day that his mother started going to work, I'm like, "We're going to jujitsu." And so before he knew anything else, it's like he knew, like he sits there and he just watches. And so I think maybe it's that's so what happened. Fun. I don't know, but I'm lucky and I enjoy it. So, yeah. dude, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He'll be fighting before you know it, man. He'll be right in there with you. Oh, uh, dude, like my goal, my goal for him is two things: it's jujitsu and wrestling. I don't, yep. go, I don't care what he does. I don't care what his sexual preference is, but he's gonna wrestle. He's gonna do jujitsu and he's gonna be a savage. I don't give a fuck. I mean, that's that's it. Those are the two things that. I think upstate New York's got a, especially wrestling. Upstate New York's like yeah. got awesome wrestling programs. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. I've never been a wrestler, and I don't obviously don't know about other states either. But yeah, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of guys that 
have done well around here and have you know went further too. So yeah, you know, hear good stuff. So that's that's pretty awesome. They take them, man. That's really good for them. You know, just like my kids, man. I'm taking them hunting. You're doing taking them doing your thing. So that's cool. Well, that's the next thing. Like as soon as you can get older, if I if I can figure this hunting shit out, that's that's what I want to do. But it's it's, it's going to be a process. Yeah, man. You got to just. Just keep him going, man. He'll figure it out. He'll be better than us, dude. I bet you. My kids are the same way. They'll be better than us. Yeah, yeah. So. so so, going back to, like, your childhood, is there anything that you remember experiencing that you're, you're kind of, like, using? Like, is there anything that kind of, like, influenced you to be the kind of parent you are now? Man, my dad was tough on me, man. My mom, just like typical moms, just real chill, laid back that, that I can remember. I mean, I'm sure it was tough on her. I've got an older sister and two younger brothers, so there's four of us, and and my me and my brothers we were rough we would fight like crazy and my parents would go out and have a date night or something and we were playing literal tackle football in the house just breaking all sorts of shit and that sounds like that sounds like some bostoner shit that they were talking about and that's it right there but my childhood was great military kids so i met a lot of people went all over the world and we did a lot of cool stuff but my dad he was i mean he was uh, a combat engineer, and he was he was tough on us, man. So our discipline was always there. Dude, you even thought about speaking back to your mom or looking at her different, man. He let you know that, dude, this ain't going to fly. And that's, I'm pretty much the same way. And sometimes maybe it's too much, but, I mean, I dude, kids nowadays, there's just – there's no discipline or they're lazy or whatever. Like, that's not going to fly in my house. I'm going to tell you right now, man. You're doing something, and you're going to obey the things that I say to do. Like, I mean, my kids are six and seven. You're unloading the dishwasher. You're doing things. Why do I have to do it? Because you live here. That's why. I mean, you're helping. I'm not doing everything, man. And I want them to learn stuff. Like, my well, dad. It's got, yeah, it's got to start somewhere, right? Like, it, you, you can't you can't teach them how to be adults, like, like, like when they're adults. Like, there has to be, like, a, a learning process from, like, from day one, right? Yeah, right. And. I mean, it's now. Now is the time. I mean, their brain is like they're sucking it all in right now. When they get older, they're going to have their own personality and their own attitude that you're not going to be able to change that, man. I mean, now now is the time to make a difference. So, I mean, like I said, I'm tough on them sometimes, but they live a good life too, man. They do fun stuff, and they have everything that you can possibly think of. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. So, yeah, just my dad's discipline really is what, has been instilled to me that's I'm pushing forward on my kids really, but well, actually, you got boys and, and your boys are definitely boys. They're like they're yeah, yeah they're boys. Sure. Uh, are there things that you think about as they get older, like especially when they start getting to high school and like those big things start coming up, like the drinking, the sex, the yeah. you know, like it's just the things that like you know I didn't think about to now that my daughter's like twelve and like, she, she's starting to become like a young woman, and now I'm like I'm like oh Jesus Christ, like yeah, I'm gonna have to start talking to you about this shit. Yeah, like, it's, it's 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 crazy because it, you know, it scares me. Like, you know, it's like, oh shit, you're gonna go to high school. I try to think about high school. I try to think about like, oh, uh, Jesus Christ, you to do, yeah, yeah, you're gonna run to a guy like me. He's gonna be, yeah, uh, he's gonna be horny all the time. He's, you know, yeah. just he's, he's gonna be. I mean, just just shit that you know, yeah, it, it scares me. There are things like just having boys that you think about. Like, like one yeah. thing I think about with Theo, it's like, like, like I want to have fun, but I also want to be like, uh, like. Like I, I want to be a little bit better than I was about the whole fun. Like I don't want him to be the, is like the disrespectful punk or like you know like and like you know what I say like I, talk, I had we we're talking about this with uh, someone on the podcast the other day about like look sex is fun, mm-hmm. oh, drinking is fun. Like these are things that I, I I'm 36 sure. years old and I still love them. Yeah, and, but and they're gonna happen. So it's not like you can just be like you know not, don't have sex till you're married and 
yeah. you know, don't drink until, you know, it's just like these things are possibly going to happen. Like when you think about stuff like that, like what are you, what were your thoughts? Like how you, are you, are you going to try to intervene? Or do you think you're going to like, are you going to do like an iron fist? Like what? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what uh, intervening. I have no idea. It all depends on what the, the issue is or whatever. But, uh, Mayor and I, we were super strict about, dude, you better be respectful. I mean, there's kids that are in their school that are interrupting class. And I'm telling you, if I hear something like that, that's shit. You're not going to like what I do. You know, like be respectful of other people. Don't disrespect people. And, you know, I mean, you got to always think about what other people too. You're not the only person in this world, man. Like, yeah. and you got to be safe. Like my, both of my kids have four wheelers and they just act crazy on them sometimes. And, you know, you got to bring them back to earth, man. Like the other day, well, it wasn't even the other day, sometime this summer and Austin's riding on the back with his older brother, Brady, and Brady's riding that thing like he rides it by himself, and Austin fell off the side of it, dude. I'm like, man, he you can't just be doing that, man. You, you're you going to hurt somebody bad, and just that kind of stuff. I didn't have that kind of stuff when I was a kid, so I don't know, but, I mean, even today, Mary and I are in the kitchen, and Brady's like, can I ride my four-wheeler? He just got home from school, and he had football practice tonight. I'm like, dude, if you want to go do it for a little while, go ahead, and Mary tells him, I see you riding around like a dummy. You're going to get it taken away. And he, you know, he wrote it pretty good, but it's just stuff like that, man. They just got to take it easy and I don't know, stuff like that. But I kind of start them young, start, start teaching stuff young, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just, just like everything else, man. And the whole drinking thing. I mean, I started drinking when I was early. I mean, we was cracking beers with old grandpa in the garage or my dad yeah. was 15, 16 years old, man. Just be responsible, man. Don't be sneaking over to the neighbor's house and, stealing beers out of their fridge or shit like that man you just again be respectful and just understand the dangers dude i mean you can do it but don't be an idiot you're not well, one years old or whatever that's, that's what i kind of feel like you, like you can't stop it really mm -mm. i mean like I, how, how long do you ground your kid for like i don't know a week two weeks but right. if the habit's there and like it's 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 not going to stop because it, you ground them it's not going to stop because hell no. but like you know, like one thing I wish that, like when I was growing up, that would have been different. It's like I wish I would have understood like consequences a little differently um, when it came to things like drinking and you know, mm -hmm. sex. And, and not like and like like you, like my dad and your dad were probably they're from the same generation. It's like you get laid, that's a high five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you know, my my dad was you know like I probably had my first sip of beer when I was like I don't know six or seven years old. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, in fact, I remember when I was 16, 17, I went to go see him. Like we cracked open beers and I got drunk with my dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's same deal. But now that I have kids, I don't know how comfortable I feel about that shit. Yeah. You know, I don't. I it, I would probably still do it. I mean, don't be putting my name out there. I'm not really doing. But <laughs> off the record, bro. Off the record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I think it's good for him. Like I heard on another podcast, some one. It was with you that if those kind of kids that when I was in school that their parents were like all up in their business and you're not drinking, you're not. You know, you're not to have sex with anybody until you're married. Like those people now, like went off the deep end once they went to college. Like yeah. either now they got into big time drugs or they're alcoholics or they're sex addicts or whatever the case may be, or they're on their fourth wife and they're 35 years old or whatever it is, you know, like I think it hurts those kids more if you hold them back from all that stuff and you're just all up in their business, man. Like yeah. let them, let them figure out, let them fail sometimes. I think it's good for them. I mean, I don't want to see him fail, but it it's good. It's gonna for happen. Yeah, sure. It's gonna well, happen. I think, I think the biggest thing is like like creating like a trust. 
Like my mom, uh, God bless her heart, love her, but she uh, she fucked up one time when I was 16 or 15 years old. But she, you know, she made that she made that comment. Hey, Josh, if you ever get drunk and everyone else is drunk, call me. I'll come get you, and you won't be in any trouble because you made a responsible decision. Yeah. Well, I did that shit. I got fucking grounded. Yeah. And from that day on, everything I did was behind <laughs> was behind my mom's back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh... Yeah, that's not cool, man. <laughs> no, it's like, but I mean, like, you want, you want, you want them to be able to call you. Yeah. You want to be, you know, because you know what's going to happen. But I mean, I would much rather pick my drunk ass kid up, yeah. bring him back home, and like he's safe, he's sound. Like the next day, at least we can talk about it. But if they're hiding it from me, I can't talk about it. I can't help them, you know, because I mean, it's 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 difficult. Like when you're 16 year old, and you're fucking drunk. You don't know how to handle it. I'm, I'm 36. And you're falling yeah, I, over in face. And yeah. People. <laughs> But I, I got a little more experience. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I can help. I can help you through these tough times. You know, I get, it's. Yeah. I mean, you know, even when I was in my early 20s, and even in the military, man, you you just get destroyed. I mean, just absolutely crushed until like four or five in the morning. And then you got to go to PT in the morning. It's like, dude, why the hell am I doing that? But you don't know how to control yourself. You're just like, no. just get piled as drunk as you can possibly get. Yeah. Throwing up, blackout drunk. Like, why? It's just stupid. That you don't was, know any better. No, you don't know any better. And you think it's cool. Or that was the funnest time of my life. But oh, yeah. you're dead for two days. It's not fun. It's not. No, they're, not like, they're not like a company run with a being drunk yeah. still. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're in the back. Like, literally, you're usually a leader. And you're in the back just puking on the dude next to you. But you're in, great, you're, in ga- you're in great shape. So even on your worst day, you're still better than those. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I don't know. Like, you doing those ultra marathons. I was just talking to somebody the other day about you doing them. Man, I don't know how. How the hell... You did those, man. Like I ran, a, I ran a couple half marathons, and those are like at 13 miles. I literally would just rather take a bullet in the head to run 14. Like I'm done, dude. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I look back on it. I don't do, I don't do much running anymore. I, I don't know how and why I did it. I mean, I know why I did it. I, I love the challenge and everything, but yeah. shit, I run now and I get like Achilles tendonitis for like two months, and yeah. I can't do shit. So, I mean, I definitely paid the price, but yeah. uh, you know. I don't know. I, I, I like, I think stuff like that's cool too. Like, I, I wish I could still do it. I would love to be able to like, you know, go run with my kid when they get older or, or watch it. Cause I think one of my proudest moments when I did the, uh, the Disney marathon mm-hmm. and uh, me and my brother did it together. And at the end, my daughter was waiting there, you know, it's just like, and everyone's cheering and I get a fucking medal and she's like, Oh my God, my daddy's so cool. So I'm yeah. taking pictures. Like goofy. I'm taking pictures like goofy and Mickey and shit. And it was, it was badass. But. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't care about no princess that day, man. You were her prince, man. Yeah, I was, I was her hero that day. But that's cool. That's good yeah. shit, man. That's awesome. So how how long did how long were you in the army for? Five years. I joined. I left ten days after I graduated high school for basic training, and I did exactly five years. I was in July tenth, oh three to July tenth, two thousand eight, and I got out. Literally, I joined the military. There was one day I came home from school. I was a junior in high school. Walk in the door. And my father's super military, man. He was like, loved it. That was his thing. He would have been super happy if all of us boys went in the military. And he hands me the phone, like literally right after high school. I'm like, who is it? A recruiter. I'm like, I don't want to talk to this guy. He's like, just talk to him. I talked to him. I'm like, what's up? And he talked to me. And, I, you know, he talked for an hour or whatever. Hang up the phone. And so my dad, I said, I want to do one job and one job only. If that guy can't give it to me. I'm not doing it. So he's like, all right, go take the ASVAB. He goes, what's it going to hurt? And I told him I didn't want to do it. And he's like, just go take the ASVAB. What's it going to hurt? I took it and got the grades I needed and went. And my uncle's a private pilot, or not a private pilot. He uh, flies for Southwest now, but he was get- going through his private pilot's license when I was like young. And I went to visit him. He lived in Pittsburgh. And 
you know, we went and visited some air traffic facilities, and I'm like, man, I want to do this. And my dad was initially going to join the Navy to be an air traffic controller. So I was like, I'm going to look into this. So I looked into it and thought it was pretty cool. And I told the recruiter, I said, if I can't be an air traffic controller, I'm not doing anything. He's like, oh, try infantry, try this. And my thing, like, infantry would be awesome. Now, when I look back, I think if I could have done some more of that badass ranger shit or SS stuff, it would have been cool. But now, like, when I went in, I was like, all I want to do is have a job when I get out. I want to do five years, and I'm done. That was my first day stepping in the Army. I was like, I'm doing five years, I'm out. I'm not, this is not a career for me. I'm getting some skills out of this, and I'm out of here. And that's exactly what I did, but. You had to be, like, the smartest like yeah, free, smartest free. joining yeah. ever huh? yeah because like i'm like i'm like just put me in a fight coach it's like just get me in there like i didn't dude i didn't have the balls back then honestly i didn't have the balls i was six foot when i graduated high school and i was 150 pounds so I, I, think, was, I, I think yeah. my situation was a little different because I, I i was right at like like I, I joined almost like three or four months after 9-11 so i was part of that a uh, that initial wave that was still angry and ready to go you know, shoot, shoot Muslims in the face. I mean, yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a different time, I guess. And I, I think I'm like what, almost two years older than you. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh no! In hindsight, though, it'd be nice to have like uh something like you had to fall back on uh, yeah. when I got out. But yeah, and still, I mean, my neighbor, the uh, kid, just he's in basic training in the Marines right now, and he left the same thing ten days after high school. He just graduated last year, and he's going to be uh, in infantry in the Marines, and. I'm like, dude, that's so badass, man. Like, I wish I had the balls to do that when I was your age. And he's so pumped about it. And he was all, I mean, he was in super good shape. And he'll be so successful in the military. And, you know, he talked to me about it. And he's like, would you join the military? Why did you? Do you think I should do it? I mean, he's really smart. He had great grades. And honestly, if it wasn't for the military, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. There's no way in hell. I think the military is the best thing for kids, man. Like, and my kids, they think that my neighbor there is like the coolest dude in the world. He's like, he joined the Marines. That's so awesome. I'm just like, you can do it too, man. Like, and I don't know. I could ever deter that. I mean, Mary would be sad if they left. And of course I would too, but I would never deter anybody from the military. It was one of the best things I've ever did for myself. And I just wasn't mentally, dude, I just wasn't there for college. I wasn't ready for it. I just, yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of where I was. It wasn't like, I mean, if, Colleges definitely weren't beating on my door and asking me to come come to their school. So oh, it like, yeah. they were, <laughs> neither. Yeah, I mean, I was like a high school dropout. Like, I was a bad kid. So yeah. it was like, it, I mean, it, it did. It's like like you said when you think about those people like, they went to school with that, like they were great and they were great in high school. They got good grades, and then when they got out of high school, they became like just just big pieces of shit. Like just could not get their lives together. Like yeah, sure. Just you know, like no direction. Even though they went to college, they got a business degree or whatever, but like. They're, to this day, like they're still lost. And don't know what they're doing. It's like I, I was lost. I didn't know what I was doing, but like somehow, like I joined the Marine Corps. Yeah, and you know, from then, like there was times that I loved it, times that I hate it. But like even now, like I know how to get shit done. I know how to be successful. Yeah. I know how to. I know how to make. I know how to. I don't know. How, I know how to make shit happen. And sure. that you know, it's it's and you're uh, not, see, that's the biggest thing. I mean, there's so many kids nowadays. It's even worse than when we were in school. I mean, someone telling you no or. You didn't get a trophy because you got fifth place. Like those kids now are just, oh, it's awful, awful, man. But what, what are you going to do? I mean, that, that's what the military instills in you. I mean, go get shit done. I mean, it's time and it's time now. Let's go. So, so that's, that, that's definitely something you would support though. Like if one day your little dude came and said, Hey, I want to join whatever. And you're, you're all for that. One of the proud, that'd be one of the proudest moments of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. My, both of my neighbors, one guy, he's a state trooper. His son joined the army. And then the other guy he worked for, you know, the power company, and his son joined the Marines. And 
I was talking to him at like a at the kid one of the kids' graduations party, and I was like, dude, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, you got to be so proud. And he's like, man, I really am very proud, but he's like, I'm scared, and yeah, you know, they're they're leaving or whatever. I mean, the war's not heavy like it used to be, but that would be incredible, man. Like it'd be so cool. I think. I mean, I think about it like. I don't think I don't think I'm as like eager to push my kids into it, just because yeah. you know, like, all my deployments and all the things that I've seen. But like, I would definitely be supportive. But I think I would be more like because my my dad like because like, when I was in trouble, I dropped out of high school. I was in, I got arrested a few times. I was always in trouble. And my oh. dad was like, like Josh, you gotta do something with your life. You need to join the military. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like, and at that time I was fucking rebellious. It's like fuck no, dad, I ain't joining the military. No way in hell. And then finally I'm like, all right, dad, I'm joining the Marine Corps. He's like, what? No, I, Josh. I meant I meant the Navy. I meant I meant the Air Force. Something <laughs> easy, kid. And then, I, I, yeah, Dad. Well, I'm joining the Marine Corps. I'm going to infantry. He's like, Josh, just calm down. Yeah. You know, completely yeah. off guard. When I, when I think about it, like, if they want to join, that's great. But like, I hope they don't go. And I, I know like a bunch of my infantry boys are gonna, they're gonna kick me in the dick for saying this, but it's like, I would like them to do like the route you did. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to see them go in and you know, with with, with, a, with a, yeah, something, something that sets them up. I mean. I got great stories. I got awesome stories. And I had some great times. And I got some, I got some of the best friends in the world. But, yep. you know, when I think about my kids, like, I don't, I don't want you guys to go there and just fight. I want you guys to, like, go there, get a skill, come back, and, yeah, you, know, ha- you know, have, have a life, you know, or, uh, you know, not a life. I, have, I got a great life. I, I, don't, I shouldn't be complaining like that. But it's like, you know, but it'd be nice to have, like, some skills that are more relatable to the civilian world. You know, so which specific, not just specific. You know. That's what I love about the Navy and the Air Force. It's like you join those two branches you get a, you get a career yeah. uh same thing with Ari, but you know i don't know i think about it either way it's like i'm definitely gonna be supportive but yeah I, i'm the same way i wouldn't push them i'm not gonna push them to do anything i mean you want to go to a community college or you want to go to the biggest college in the nation i mean that's what you want to do have at it man but yeah i would i like you asked i'd be very proud if they did it it'd be cool i'd be proud if they went to any college too it's not i'm not yeah. I'm knocking that stuff it's just, I want them to be successful. I want them to be in, to be driven, disciplined. You know, that's all that I really yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. Like, pretty much when I think about it. Yeah, no matter what it is. I, yeah, I want you to just. I want you to do better than I did, and mm-hmm. I want you to be. I want you to be happy. I want you to go through life. You know, I know you're gonna struggle. I know you're gonna fuck it up. Yep. That's just what happens. But you know, I, sure. I, I, I just want you to do better than I did. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing. At the end of the day, that's all you really want as a parent. That's our purpose, right? isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to just be better than what we were or have something better or whatever. That, that's our purpose. That's what we're here for. Make them better people than we actually are. <laughs> Which isn't tough. Isn't tough. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be hard to beat this, buddy. Just go outside. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about your kids. We talked about – I know we got to talk about it just because our wives are best friends. But go ahead and say some good things about your wife, and then we'll end this shit, all right? Uh, my wife's super driven, too. I mean, that's where the kids – get it from i mean mayor got her doctorate degree she's a great athlete too and more importantly she's an amazing mom so that that's all you can ask for in a wife and especially for a kid you know to have your mom that actually truly cares about you and you know always she's always trying to improve herself and take care of other people she's super nice so i mean that's you can't you couldn't ask for anything better than in a mother and in a wife so you guys were you guys were high school sweethearts right Yep, yep. We've been together since uh, she was 15, I was 16. So it's been a long time, man. Long, long time. We've been married 12 years now. So it's uh, pretty now, insane. Were you, were you in the Army? Were you like lucky enough to be stationed at Fort Drum or anything like that? I, yeah, I got super lucky. So I did all my air traffic training in Georgia or, uh, yeah, 
Oh, I went to basic training in Georgia and then uh, Alabama is where I did my air traffic training. And my first assignment was Korea and she was in community college at the time, just knocking out like her prereq stuff and uh, like all her general studies. And then, uh, yeah, and we just stayed together through all that. And uh, I couldn't believe that she stayed with me while I was in Korea. <laughs> and I had orders to go to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And there was a girl that I was stationed with. Her fiance was in Campbell. And I wanted to come back to drum. And so she had orders to drum and I had orders to Campbell's. We just called uh, headquarters and flopped our orders. And I got lucky. I came back here. I was only here nine months. And then I deployed to Afghanistan for a year. Stuck with me through that. And then I came back. I was like, man, she can stick with me for two years. She was in college. I was gone for two years straight almost. I'm like, man, I got to propose to this girl. She's amazing. So, yeah, we've been together since that. We got married right after that in the summer of uh, 2007. So. Jeez. Crazy, crazy, man. Yeah. Super crazy. Well, been together ever since. Awesome. All right, man. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? What kind of hunting trips you got coming up? Uh, hunting trips? Uh, yeah. Man, I was just talking to my buddy the other day. He lives out in Indiana. I went to taxidermy school with, so I might go out there. He's got some big bucks roaming around. Might do that. But Mary and I bought a pretty big place, and we got 85 acres here, so I'll probably hunt the hell out of this again oh. this year. And But last year, I went to Wyoming and did pretty well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't have any huge, huge trips, but definitely – I'll hunt here, the southern tier of New York, and then I'm probably going to go to Indiana this year. It'll be good times. But, yeah, I've always got something planned, man. I'm thinking about probably Colorado next year or Wyoming again. So, got to get up, get out there with me, man. It's fun. Well, dude, like, you, you have to, like, I, I'm going to hold your pocket, and I'm going to learn how to do this hunting thing. But this is my, this is my first my first real season hunting. And uh, my brother, he just killed, like, a, uh, a mill deer or something in, like, uh, New yeah. Mexico. Oh, he my and he uh, he told me like he's uh, he's gonna buy the plane ticket, but uh, I guess after this season, after hunt here, I'm gonna go down there and to uh, New Mexico in January and hunt their deer season with them. Wow! So yeah. I'm per- pretty lucky. stoked. There's some there's some monsters out there, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. You have to give me the details about all that stuff because I don't yeah. know much about hunting down there. Well, you gotta bring me into the club now. Like I'm a hunter. I got the I got the bow. I got the shit. Yeah. Like I'm ready, dude. Just keep rocking that hat, man. We'll get together. Oh, yeah. So, I, need a new, I need a new one, bro. This one's all yeah. faded from last year. So, yeah. Dude, I got a lot of different styles out now, so I'll hook you up. All right, bro. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It was fun talking to you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, man. Sounds great, dude. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk to all you. Right. All right, brother.